Right. So first, I think we should just start off by saying we're sorry for being lost. And I think, I mean, I could explain why we have why we why we've been gone for the last couple of weeks. But I think JD would give a more impassioned recital of the reasoning behind this. So I'm gonna let him take that from here on out. Um, COVID nineteen exists, and because people are going out and you know not being careful and not contact tracing and you know just in general not caring about the virus they're doing this really cool thing where they're starting to overcrowd hospitals and governor herbert my greatest enemy decided wow our hospitals are getting kind of full i have a really good idea shut everything down again for two weeks but make it make no sense this time by everything i mean you're not allowed to hang out with your friends but you can do everything else normally you can go to restaurants, you can go play sports, you can go to work. None of that changes. You just can't do any social visits. No more social visits for two weeks to slow the spread. Two weeks to slow the spread. Remember that time they said that like eight months ago? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So it took us three weeks to get back onto this because uh, two weeks to slow the spread and then last week we just didn't do anything. Yep. Um, Thanksgiving and all. Uh, How was your Thanksgiving, by the way? Uh the holidays don't feel like holidays to me right now. Did you do anything with family or anything or what? I didn't do anything. We we ate. Was it good? Thanksgiving. Honestly, I'm... I... Not really. I mean, it was good in the sense that it was good because the food is. But I've got this thing going on with me right now where just like... A lot of foods that I liked, I'm not... It, they don't taste as good to me anymore and... Man, that sucks. I mean, it's happening with everything. Like, I'm just sort of losing that, like, a lot of things that I like are just becoming less fun and good. And nothing's really replacing them. It's just kind of getting more dull. A slow decline into nothingness. Yeah, we're, we're on a slow burn into... I don't... I don't know. <laughs> uh, so we're going to answer a bunch of my questions, because I'm the only one with questions left. Yeah, I have no questions left. So if you have questions, email them too. Uh, JD and Tanner talk about stuff at gmail.com. That's spelled J D A N D T A N N E R T A L K A B O U T S T U F F at Gmail. That was really impressive that you just rattled that off. I'm like, I don't like, it's really not, but to me it was. That's nice. I'm impressed oh. by you. You have valued in my eyes. Thanks for trying to validate me. <laughs> I, I'm desperate for it, but now's okay. not the time. All right. What, what questions do you have? All right. We're going to start with, uh, some some simple ones. Do you like swords? My brain immediately made that question so much more broad than it had to be. It's just yes or no, man. I mean, yeah, short answer is yeah, of course I like swords. Swords are awesome. But Me if we're too. talking like what kind of swords do I particular I want a scimitar. That's what I really want. That's really simple. Like I don't want a I don't want a long sword. I just I want a scimitar because they're cool. I guess. Yeah, I can like I that can... like that Arab influence. Super cool. Uh, honestly, I'm not here enough to rattle off different kinds of swords that I like. Um, do you like swords? I like swords, though. Yeah. I yeah. Do. Would you Would you hang a sword on your study wall when you're a grown up? Yeah, when I'm me and my dog <laughs> living in a big house, <laughs> just me and my dog, and I've got my my sword over my desk. And uh, every day I'll look at my sword and think to myself, wow, you know, there 
I have generations of ancestors that used these to kill people, and they they did such such cool things with their lives. And I'm 32, and uh, I have a German Shepherd, and that's it. <laughs> I'm looking at a sword, thinking to myself, wow, generations of kings and princes and pharaohs and nobility, just thousands of years of blue blood trickles down into this. Isn't it, I am isn't it sure purple blood? Proud. Isn't it purple blood is royalty? Uh, blue blood is royalty, I thought. Do you know where that comes from? No. Because I don't, and I'm wondering if you do. I don't. Yeah. I actually don't. That's That sucks. I'll I look could it look up. it up, but I don't want to. I will. Okay, you can um, look it up. How did men learn to milk cows? That's actually really, really easy to answer, and it's a very silly question to ask, just in the sense that it's kind of funny. But the answer's super simple. Um, a teat looks like a teat on all mammals. <laughs> Um, and you find, you know, hey, this big animal produces quite a bit of milk. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if I just squeeze it, like any other teat when lactating, I can get milk out. So, I, the real question is who decided that humans should drink another mammal's milk? You know, when my little sisters were, uh, shortly after they were born, my mom had triplets, uh, you know that. Audience may not know that, but you know that. Yeah. And uh, my mom, her body simply could not produce the necessary amount of milk to feed those small mouths thrice. And uh, so she started feeding my, my, my sister's goat milk. Oh, that's pretty based. And uh, my kitchen smelled like goat milk for about three years. No, it wasn't that long. It was about a year. Bro, Jamaican babies breastfeed till they're like three, like they're walking around and talking and stuff, and their moms are just like, come suck the titty, and then they'll just pull their boob out right there, and they'll have their kid walk over and just start drinking, and the kid will like make eye contact with you while it's sucking its mom's boob, and you'll just be like, dude, focus on your meal. (laughs) Dude, that's like, the power of a Jamaican body, that's crazy. Dude, I don't know. (laughs) Well, because like, it was like, women... As far as I know, like, well, as far as I knew, women just eventually run out of milk. As long as you keep doing it. Is that, seriously? Is that how that works? As long as you You keep You don't even have to have a child. You can just massage your breasts a certain way, and after a while, they'll expand a little bit, and you'll start lactating. Dang. Yeah, like, this is, like, such irrelevant information in my life, but wow. Yeah, I know so much about boobs, man. So what's the next question? Um. Oh, did you figure out swords and stuff? The information? Oh, blue blood. No, I'm not looking that up right now. No. <laughs> I'll look it up later. Oh. Um, we already talked about this. What type of extraterrestrial life exists? Um, no, I, I, got, I, got a, I got an addendum to my argument. Okay. Do you believe there's non-carbon-based life in this universe? Sure. Because, like, I brought that up with somebody, and it kind of blew their mind because cause they, were, they consider themselves to be a scientist. And have you met, like, pretentious scientists people who think that they know everything about science bro i dated one of them i know you did and uh can i tell you something what i work in a mechanic shop (laughs) i have four friends yeah and they're mechanics no no oh (laughs) are you a mechanic am i one of them are you a mechanic no i'm an intellectual (laughs) you're dumb that means i don't have a job 
No, I'm joking. I do have a job, and I don't consider myself to be an intellectual. But, but what, like, one time I did bring that up with the, with one of my friends who considers themselves to be a scientist. They think they, and, and, and it, not like a scientist in the fact that they seek for knowledge, but a scientist in the sense that they believe they have all the knowledge already. So ignorant, basically just an ignorant person. And I brought this up with them and they immediately said, no, that's impossible. And I said, well, I said it was impossible. The earth could be round and stuff. You know, they used that argument on them and they got really mad at me. A couple weeks later, they actually admitted that they think I was probably right. And I know that it's because I challenged their opinion on something. I challenged their current knowledge. And there are so many possibilities for potential biochemistry that Im- that does not involve carbon, like ammonia-based life and all kinds of other crazy bases of life that could exist in this universe. Can I tell you why I said yes just immediately? Sure. Even from a non-religious standpoint regarding life in the world and universe, you look at any given book on the planet and the odds of that being able to be produced the way it is just randomly like it just grew on a tree just fell out of the sky all right it's impossible it's literally impossible for that to happen and that happened with pretty much every single thing on planet earth okay so from a non-religious standpoint just out of nowhere we managed to produce libraries of books completely randomly Mm -hmm. right so from a non-religious standpoint you consider I keep emphasizing that, but that's the point of what I'm saying here. You consider the the infinite universe infinitely outwardly expanding, and you say it is. You're not so prideful as to say that you're the only life in the universe. That's impossible statistically. Even though we're a statistical anomaly, anyway. You look at that, and you really can't approach the infinite monkey theory, the infinite theory, just in general, and say no to any theoretical possibility of things that could be out there because at the end of the day in infinity eventually yeah it'll happen and i i I think specifically like the infinite monkey theory which is if you give a monkey a task and an infinite amount of time to do it eventually it will do the task even if it doesn't understand it that has anecdotal evidence right now by the way Mm -hmm. that has been proven true oh yeah did you Uh, know that yeah apes are advancing to the stone age right now no not by a monkey. A beta fish beat Pokemon Ruby. Really? Yeah, it took three years. Wow. I think it was a beta fish or a goldfish. So, this this uh, guy set up a tank, and he set up this camera, so where it swam in the tank would move the character around. So they'd walk around. They beat the champion in Pokemon Ruby. I don't think that you understand how literally impossible that is. <laughs> You have to talk to specific people to get specific items, use those items on your Pokemon, and then use those Pokemon to advance constantly in that game. (laughs) And then your team has to be strong enough, you have to walk to the champion, and your team has to be strong enough to beat him without dying. Mm -hmm. A fish did it. (laughs) If a fish did you it, why can't that, I? Why can't gauntlet, I finish that game? There is a gauntlet of five people you fight. I have never played the game without having to use healing items on all of my Pokemon. Right? Like, like formulaically. Right. It beat the game. It walked the whole way. It did everything. It beat Pokemon Ruby. The infinite monkey theory is just true. The, uh, it took theory. three years 
It was running constantly for three years. It actually discovered a game-breaking glitch that nobody knew about. <laughs> fish is like, so they had to like intervene and fix it. Fish's ultimate power. The fish not only beat the game, it discovered a glitch nobody knew about. And it took it three straight years of playing. And people... I didn't watch any of the stream. Uh, the stream went for three three years? Yeah, I don't know if it was constant, but the fish was playing constantly. <laughs> um, it probably I want to take constant. that out of con- I want to take this, like, half of this conversation out of context. But, like, th- that sounds so, like, legitimately impossible, just structurally, just, like, saying that sounds ridiculous. And it's actually something that happened. And supposedly, the fish beat Steven, the champion, like, bad. Like, it wasn't even close. It obliterated him. A fish beat a Pokemon game. I'm looking, I'm looking this up really quick. Look it up. It's real. And that just proves infinite monkey theory. So if infinite monkey theory is true... I saw, I, saw, I saw a play based on the... Inf- oh my gosh, it's... It's a one act. Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire has been beaten by a Siamese fighting fish. Mm-hmm. It took over 3,000 hours, but the fish did it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, so I yeah I saw one act. I saw, I saw the one act. I saw the play. The, it's three monkeys writing Shakespeare, and they do it on accident. Yeah, if you if you give if you put three monkeys, if you put a monkey in front of a typewriter, eventually for, it'll for, write yeah, the complete works of Shakespeare for an infinite amount of time. That's infinite monkey theory. Right? Yeah, it, yeah. It'll eventually and what I'm saying is, it was a freaking you can't, weird, dude. It was a freaking weird. You show. can't look at life from a scientific standpoint without believing. Yeah, there could be anything out there. If somebody presents something and says, do you think that's out there? Of course. So it's the theory that there's no, like, there are very few things in this world that you can say are absolutely objectively impossible because infinity exists. I don't think there's anything because we can't fully comprehend even the things we understand. How does gravity work? Can anyone give me a I mean, definitive I mean, answer? I mean, we could get into that. But, but no, the thing is, the thing well, with well, that is, well, well, gravity. right, you talk about gravity. You talk about like the sheet and the weights on the sheet and it mm-hmm. pulls things in, right? Yeah. Why? And like, what is, what I was going to break up is that challenges preconceived notions about the universe because if there's, if there's a sheet, but it says the universe is expanding in all directions, what is that sheet? Where does it come from? And the sheet's theoretical. So it's like, you get all these questions where it just builds and builds and builds and there's, our understanding of the universe is so limited. We look at it through such a tiny little lens and scope and we consider ourselves geniuses. We are a fish trying to play Pokemon. We're literally just a world full of fish playing Pokemon. Yeah. And so many of us are getting too caught up on opioids. Yeah. So I don't, (laughs) that's not a Pokemon reference. I'm talking about the opioid (laughs) epidemic. So, so the thing about the scientist girl that I dated, um, Oop, expose her more. Well, she, she'll never listen to this. She doesn't care. And no one she cares about will ever listen to this. It's just is how it is. But, uh, when it came down to it, she wanted true answers. And if something did not have actual evidence, she would not believe that it was a fact. Evidence is subjective. But what I love to do is to theorize about literally everything. You know me. Like, you know I love to go out off on tangents about the possi- about the infinite possibilities. You're I love to... Like Seriously, I love to do that. I love to go crazy and just speculate on crazy things. No, yeah, because it's like... It's it's fun thought theory. Yeah. What's the fourth question? Well, we're actually going to answer uh, four more. Okay, let's go. First, uh, pepper jack or mozzarella? Um, mozzarella, I think. It depends on the situation, but yeah. typically probably mozzarella. Yeah. 
If um, I, I'd say I'd say probably a pepper jack if I was making a sandwich. Maybe but it mozzarella on the sandwich. But mozzarella for probably everything else. Um, then this one I'm gonna answer this really quick. Uh, what makes music sound good? The uh, bass answer I can give you here is sound is produced in waves, and when those waves are so let's say the wave has a completely made up numbers. Let's say a wave is one inch wide. So you got these waves that are like wobbling through. Just imagine sort of like that squiggly line going down like in, like a, the sort of the hyphen, like the squiggly hyphen. Imagine that just infinitely. It's connected to itself. Those are waves. Let's pretend they're all an inch wide. Music sounds good when it is an even distance, like the waves that line up are even with each other. They sound the best when they harmonize. Harmonizing is when they are half or twice as big as each other. So if you have a one inch wave, a half inch or a two inch wave will sound the best with that just because that's a harmony. That's a perfect harmony. That's an octave difference. Music sounds good because these waves, when they hit our ear, they're going to interpret into sounds and we're going to be able to pick them up and what it is. When those waves are balanced with each other in a way that has resolutions because we have a pattern seeking brain then we're gonna think it sounds good uh that that's probably as good as i can answer that question uh my answer music sound good when i like yeah anyway um i'm gonna let you go off on this one because i'm gonna go off for a little bit on the last one okay go ahead uh do you feel as if you lived this same day before uh, never the same day before. When I was on my mission, actually, there were days where I felt like I've lived the same day before, but never the same day, but I do feel like I've lived the same moments in time before, which is really weird to me. Um, I, it used to happen a ton when I was a little kid, but, uh, it, hap- it happens less now that I'm older, but it does still happen occasionally. It used to happen, like, I'd say, I, honestly, like, daily. Like, I felt like I'd be seeing the exact same thing from the same angle, from the same, like, I just experienced that exact situation that I was experiencing at some point in the past, and part of me wonders if I have some connection to a higher, uh, like, I was born with some connection to a higher realm of existence, and as I've grown up and, and gotten more invested into the world, it has kind of faded over time, but I still have that little bit of connection because you know, I still sense, I can sense spirits. I can see spirits. I saw spirits a lot when I was a kid, um, and sense them and, uh, they, they could influence me, things like that. Things that a lot of people around me have not experienced. And so I believe that that actually is one of the reasons I saw so many crazy things when I was a kid and like saw something felt like I'd experienced the exact thing so many times day after day after day, things like that. But no, answer the question i don't think i've ever i don't ever feel like i've lived the same day twice i uh, i personally uh sort of in both directions would say yes and no i have had dreams where i see like i experience like an hour or more of just something that seems completely plausible and then it actually happens to me like I, I have dreamed of scenarios and events occurring that do actually happen often, like all the time. I'll dream about stuff that happens later. And so I guess I don't ever feel like I've lived the same day before as much as in the moment of living the day, I realized that I already knew this was going to happen. So I'll give you an example. Um, this is going to be really specific and uh, I'm not going to drop any names. I'm not saying anything bad. Yeah, but the person that is involved in this story will probably end up talking to me about this because of what I'm about to say. Okay, go ahead. 
Yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday I was with a friend of ours. Yeah. And uh, we we shared just an, uh, an actually incredible moment. Like, I, I will treasure this moment for a very long time. Just a good, wholesome moment. Yeah. And I didn't say anything about it at the time because it's not really worth mentioning because it happens somewhat frequently. Mm-hmm. There was a moment where I looked at them and in my brain, I actually feel like I saw a moment like years down the line that's going to happen. And I don't doubt it at all. Okay. And I can't really explain what it was. It was just like this sort of glimpse. It wasn't like I could tell what was happening. It was like this moment where I like looked at them and I saw a completely different scenario. It was like a flashpoint. Yeah. It's like, I literally like saw like two, three years into the future and it was the same, same person. We were in a different vehicle we were in a different place, and I don't know any of the context. I just, like, you know? Yeah. And I was just like, this is going to happen. Whatever's happening here that I just saw for, like, a second, I'm going to experience that at some point. Whether it is actually years or maybe it's a couple months. Maybe it's tomorrow. Probably not tomorrow because I don't think I'm going to see them tomorrow. Yeah. But, you know, it was weird. Yeah. And I was just like, well, okay, move on. Yeah. But I, I feel like I've experienced moments before but only through the lens of getting to experience them early like i I don't feel like i've lived it yeah as much as anyway so here's the last question we're gonna answer we have one more question on this set of questions so if you listen to this podcast and your question hasn't been answered and you ask me your question i know what it is i still haven't made tanner watch this show that he needs to watch so he can have an opinion (laughs) um the last question i'm gonna answer it and Tanner can throw in his his feedback, his opinion. Okay. But I'm going to answer this with modern evidence and things that people are pretty sure happened. Okay. I don't know all of the names and locations, but somebody asked what happened to Amelia Earhart, and okay. I actually know. Re- you know. I you know, know without a shadow of the doubt. I know with no doubt in my heart. Okay. Okay, um, go on. Amelia Earhart was doing her around... She's circumnavigating the globe. Mm-hmm. She went down not far from some African island or whatever. Okay. They found bits of, like, a plane on this island, and they thought they found her, but they didn't. There wasn't enough evidence. On a different island nearby, they found pieces of a human skeleton that they were like, oh, this might be Amelia Earhart, but when it was reassembled, it, was, it wasn't her. Not very many years ago, the skeleton was re-examined, and it was determined that it actually probably was Amelia Earhart. So we have to ask the question of how did she die? Because mm-hmm. she died on this island. She was, They found the skeleton. They found a body. They couldn't get a signal from her. So how did they find her dead? The answer is horrible. Oh, wow. It's actually horrible. So they exhumed her skeleton. They examined it, like, deeply, deeply mm-hmm. examined it. She was presumed injured, right, when she sent out her distress signal. Injured. Mm-hmm. For sure injured. So was she injured while she was still in the air? Are she you, was injured you... on the landing. Okay. She died on the island. Yeah. She was ripped to pieces by coconut crabs. Do you think that's before or after she died? I hope that it was after, but it was probably before. Coconut crabs are these, if you don't know, look them up. They're just these enormous... Wait, I'm, I'm going to look, while you're talking, I'm going to look this up so I can give enormous like a, so can crab give a vocal, creatures give a vocal reaction to this. bust coconuts open with their claws... Amelia Earhart, injured on the beach, was ripped to pieces oh by coconut crabs. Oh my gosh. And that's why the skeleton, they determined it wasn't her, because of 
how like there was no way that that's how she died this island is covered in coconut crabs there's a 100% chance that they ripped her to pieces and ate her these are enormous yeah these are enormous crabs so what happened to amelia Earhart? oh she crashed her plane got injured and then was ripped to pieces by coconut crabs. These are huge And it only crabs. took until recently for us to confirm that that skeleton was probably actually hers. And they're frightening looking. Yeah, they, imagine... They look, they, they look like something you'd see in an anime. Imagine a swarm of these things. Like a horror Crushing anime. you. Like a final boss. I'll send you a video of a coconut crab killing other small lobsters. Because it literally doesn't take it any effort. Like, it just closes its little hands and they're dead. Okay, so I'm gonna... I'm gonna... I'm gonna bring up another theory really quick. About what happened to Amelia Earhart that a lot of people actually subscribe to. That I don't, I don't necessarily subscribe to, but it's an interesting theory. All right, go ahead. Uh, so, hang on. Um, there's this uh, theory. So in Japan during World War II, there were these uh, Imperial Japan, basically. There were women who would speak over loudspeakers. And in places where there were uh, American citizens or, like, European citizens who spoke English, they would speak over these loudspeakers and, and preach propaganda. And they would speak in English. A lot of people believe that Amelia Earhart was intercepted over Japanese airspace. Uh, she was her, her plane was shot down. She was kidnapped by the Japanese and forced to be one, one of these. They were called Rose Girls. And she was, they believe that she was forced to be a rose girl because they, they took a recording of one of these rose girls and they played it next to a, a recording of Amelia Earhart speaking and they sounded identical. Just a theory. Interesting. I don't think it's true, but an interesting theory. I'm pretty much positive that the coconut crabs <laughs> thing is real. Um, but that's all the questions that we have. That's what we're going to do today. What? what? I, said, I just, it was like, that's what we're going to do today. That's it. Oh yeah, we're done. Yeah, we're going to call it a day. Um, we're going to ask you guys for more questions, and we're going to try to be better about recording. We're going to um, put it up on social media. Think Things have calmed down for me a bit. Yeah, we there were some major developments in both of our lives where we had to attend to them pretty quickly. Uh, kind of yeah. just took precedence. Most, mostly in your life, to be honest. You were, you were very... I could have made time. You, you very suddenly became very busy. And I was grumpy for about two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Also, I'll be less grumpy. I'm taking more vitamins. And, you know... And I'm actually trying to eat better, too. At the end of the day, man, you know, I think we produce some of our best content when I am... How do I put this? I think some of our best content has been produced in uh, these sort of... I don't... What's the word? almost nihilistic moments in my life indifference to reality yeah yeah so the more indifferent to reality i become i think the better our content gets so you guys are probably in for a good couple of weeks here yeah let's do it uh because tanner's not gonna be grumpy we're actually gonna record and uh i care so little about anything right now <laughs> well I, I gotta go uh my essay is finished Bro, but i, I have had to go- some good apple juice today what kind martinelli's Martinelli's apple juice is really good. I found this. I found this apple juice actually that I don't remember what it's called, but it comes in these what look like moonshine jugs. Martinelli's. It, I don't think it's Martinelli's. You're talking about Martinelli's. I, I really don't think it, it is. It comes in moonshine jugs. I, I really don't think that's the same one we're talking about because if it was Martinelli's, I feel like I'd remember it. I think it starts with a C, but 
it's good apple juice and it comes in moon sh- these moonshine jugs the best apple juice and i paid like ten dollars for a jug of it you could literally be talking about martinelli's right now hang on martinelli's is expensive <laughs> it's five dollars for four little one serving <laughs> bottles <laughs> I don't think it's Martinelli's because I don't recognize this. I mean, it, I mean, it looks similar. Yeah, dude. It looks very similar, but I don't think that's. They what sell it. bigger jugs than that. Could have been one of the larger size. I'm look. I'm literally looking apple juice in moonshine jugs. Right now, oh, <laughs> I have a lot. I put a lot of restrictions on my phone so I don't be naughty, and my phone censored the word jugs. Dude, I in Jamaica. A member googled a nice pair of tits on the computer because he was gonna, because he wanted to show us the birds and he goes, "I'm gonna risk it all," and he pushes enter and it shows us a picture of birds. I tried to recreate that when I got home. Oops. And I used Bing, and Bing just gave me a bunch of links to porn. It didn't show me anything, but I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is not at all. This is not what, at all. This isn't what Kevin got. This is not fair. It's not I was fair. trying to make the joke. It's not fair." Uh, now I'm just a little pervert. I can't find it. That's I was trying, fine. but we can we can go to the store if you want, and I'll show you it because it is good apple juice. I'm not busy tomorrow. It is or worth it. Wednesday. I actually have the entire day off work tomorrow. Uh, I have entire day off work, so I'm, I mean I'm probably doing a bunch of school work. My but day off is Thursday, dude. I got work. You know Thursday. how bored I am on Thursday already. <laughs> 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 you're you're like already preparing to be bored. I just it's gonna not be great. You should take some naps though. Just not do it in the tub like you did today. Bro, I almost drowned today. I'll tell that really quick. I almost <laughs> died today. Um, <laughs> I remember getting the Snapchat from you after that. When it's just like you leaning up against the side of the tub, your hair is drenched, and it's just like you, like this corner of your face. It was yeah. awesome. So I, I took a bath today. I got home at like, uh, like 2.45, Drew a bath, got in the bath, and you know I'm just chilling. I'm looking at memes. I start falling asleep, and I was like, oh, no, I'm going to fall asleep. Uh, whatever, I'm going to keep looking at memes. I actually fell asleep and dropped my phone in the tub. Picked my phone up out of it, dry it off, put it on the toilet, and I was like, all right, I can't keep looking at memes. I should wash and get out of the tub. And then I uh, fell asleep again, and I woke up to myself inhaling some water. And then I just kind of sat there for a minute, looked at some more memes, washed my hair and body, and got out of the tub. And, uh, well, also to our listeners, um, any of you that use TikTok, there's a chance that within the next couple of weeks, you see some TikTok ads that I am in. I follow the link in those ads and buy some shirts from my cousin. Uh, if you don't see the ads because you're not on TikTok, I don't care. You can still buy the shirts, but I'm not going to tell you how to find them. That, that, that's actually it. I think we're actually done for real now. Okay, that sounds good. Um, so let's sign off. I'm going to let you sign off this time. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm going to let you do the sign off because I've done it. I, I did it last time, I believe. You actually did do it last time. Yeah, so I'll let you do it this time. Just like we rehearsed though, right? Oh, well, I mean, I'm going to do it the way that I have done it every time because it's been pretty much the same. Okay. So I, if I'm doing it, I'll, you keep your hand out. I'll put my hand in the middle. Okay. What did I just say to you? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. You put your hand in the middle immediately. I said, you get your hand out of here. I'm signing off by myself. <laughs> All right, everybody. Everybody back at home. I just, I'm going to sign off. What's going on? You want to say it from the side, from the top. It's of fine. The it's fine. Yeah, you do it like a 50s singer. <laughs>
<laughs> I was so loud and I was mumbling. Ah, oh, how horrid. Um, hey, so everybody, my hand's in the middle, and on three, I'm gonna say the the catchphrase. You all know it, so put your arms up in the air and say it with me. Uh, one, two, three. <laughs>